Good evening, everybody. I guess, I guess Misty has something for the, for the boys. Just boys right now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I got some things on my heart. We're living in an interesting, uh, uh, interesting time. Uh, you know the scripture that that says, you know, in the last days perilous times will come. We could read that uh, every week now, and it would fit good with the headlines and everything that's going on. There's just so much. Uh, the devil knows he has but a short time, and so he's really. Uh, he's really coming uh, hard at us. And so it's, uh, in all these things, we're more than conquerors. And we always will be if we hold on to him. And uh, we have to do that. And uh, Proverbs 23, 7 says, As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So having the proper frame of mind is... is uh, extremely important especially for believers and uh oh how we need to believe right now and uh you know god ordained for us to believe so it's not impossible it's not too hard it's not something that cannot be achieved it's just something uh that you have to go about you know uh i don't think i ever y'all y'all know what a rubik's cube is them puzzles I don't, as far as I know, I've never solved one in, in my life. And I've slapped that thing around, and as, as far as I know, I don't, I've never did it. And some people could, there you go. Well, you know, they figured it out, and they did it right. But now I never could. You know, and if you can, you're way ahead of me. I, I never could get that. And, uh, you know, believe in God, if, if, if you do the right steps, that'll work. You, you know, I will, we'll make it even simpler. The, the, the golf tees at Cracker Barrel. You know, some people have never solved that. You know, jumping the tees at Cracker Barrel, you know. But if you do it right, if once you know the formula, uh, I, I understand you can do it pretty easy. Amen. And, and you know, the faith is you just have to do the right things and stop doing the wrong things. And, and uh, you'd be amazed at how... Uh, uh, how simple things can get uh, but we have to be trained faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God so I, I want to start out tonight reading a statement I've quoted this and many people have quoted this and and something similar to this F.F. Uh, F. Bosworth wrote a great book if you need healing I recommend you get this book it is old school it was written in the 20s I think or 30s Eight, I mean, uh, 1920s or 30s. And uh, it pulls no punches. It tells you you have to live right. You know, and it tells you you need to read your Bible every day and you need to pray every day and you need to try to live clean. It, 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 it doesn't. And if you're not being healed, one of the reasons why may be that you're not living right. You know, it, it's, it spells all that out. But hey, that's, that, that's, it's, the truth will stand when the world's on fire. But he said this, and it's been quoted many, many times. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Now, I think I said at some point last week, because I was reading after Brother Hagin and saw it, 
that of all the miracles in the New Testament, if you go look at all of them that Jesus did, there's, there's somewhere around 20 if you take uh, some, of the, some of the Gospels are talking about the same one. You know, and then repeat stories. Some of, the, some of the stories are told four times, some are told three times, some are told two times. But there's like uh, 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 right around 20. Uh, two-thirds of those had something to do about the faith of the person receiving the miracle. So uh, that, that lets you know it's important, your faith. Somebody said, well, if it's a great miracle, man, you know, uh, if I get to Benny Hinn, then, uh, then I'll get healed. And I knew one brother, he's gone to heaven now, but he was just sure if he could get to Benny Hinn, he'd be healed because he watched him on TV all the, all the time. And he got to Benny Hinn, and, you know, they won't let you at, at Benny Hinn, they don't let you get up on the platform to get blowed on until you've already got the testimony of being healed. And so he never got close to him, so he got disappointed two or three times. And uh, uh, just didn't understand how faith works. But uh, this is what, uh, you know, I set my iPad on uh, battery saver. And now every time I turn my head away from the screen, it goes, it goes blank. So y'all have to bear with me. So I'm going to read this. This is, this is after F.F. F. Bosworth, who said in, in a nutshell, Faith begins where the will of God is known. Let me make that a little bit more clear. This is what he said in the beginning of his book, uh, Christ the Healer. Before people can have a steadfast faith for the healing of their body, they must be rid of all uncertainty concerning God's will in the matter. Appropriating faith cannot go beyond one knowledge of the revealed will of God, which we know is the Word of God. Before attempting to exercise faith for healing, one needs to know what the Scriptures plainly teach and that it is just as much God's will to heal the body as it is to heal the soul. Amen. So that's, that's, that, that, that's pretty simple. You can't, you can't be wondering, well, maybe it's God's will to heal somebody else but not me. You must be convinced that it, the Word teaches. And it does if, you're, if, if, if it's rightly divided. Some people send preachers to college for six, eight years so they can explain away the Bible. We don't need the Bible explained away. Uh, we need it explained to us. Amen. And it's real simple and plain if we'll get to it. So I'm going to read it again. Before people can have a steadfast faith for the healing of their body... They must be rid of all uncertainty concerning God's will in the matter. So you've got to settle it. It is God's will for me to be healed. It is God's will for me to be well. Even if I'm uh, 90 years old, it's God's will for me to be healed. Well, I, you know, I'm a little bit older, so maybe it doesn't work for me. No, it doesn't. You don't have to be sick to die. You don't have to be sick to die. Brother Hagin got a lot of uh, old, old preachers healed when they was in their 80s and they lived on up into their 90s preaching amen got hundreds and thousands more people saved praise god amen and they was ready to go home they thought they was ready to go home and he said you don't have to die sick you can be well you can go home well amen and uh he, he got them hold of the word of god and, and they they made it but they had to be convinced themselves before a people can have a steadfast faith for the healing of their body 
They must be rid of all uncertainty concerning God's will in the matter. Appropriating faith cannot go beyond one's knowledge of the revealed will of God. Before attempting to exercise faith for healing, one needs to know that the Scriptures plainly teach that it is just as much God's will to heal the body as it is to heal the soul. I just think that's amazing. Now, the testimonies of this book, thousands and thousands of people have been healed reading this book. Thousands and thousands of people have been healed reading this book even after they'd had hands laid on, on them many times by anointed ministers because they hadn't made the faith connection. And when they read this and saw the scriptures over and over and over, when it clicked, then they received their healing. God's not waiting to heal them. This explains all that. We don't have to talk God into healing us. He was already talked into it when Jesus went to the whipping post and had the cat of nine tails. That's done. Healing is part of the atonement, and we receive it uh, by faith, praise God. So I, I, I wanted to start with that. We, we, we can go there. We can go there. We need to do it. And if you study the Word of God, we're redeemed from the curse of poverty, sickness, and death. God will help you financially if you'll believe it. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He will heal your body. He's a good God. Amen. And uh, what, a, what a mighty God we serve. And, you know, part of my call and part of the vision of the church is to go to South Central Kentucky and the world and show people who Jesus really is. Well, he's good, and he is what he says he is, and it is his will to heal you. Amen. And if we will do it right, it's like the Rubik's Cube. If you turn it the wrong way, you're never going to get all the blues on or ever how you do it. You know, you, you, if you make the wrong move, you know, you... You know, you're done. You ain't going to get there. You got to do it right. It's like the little tease at Cracker Barrel. You got to do it right or you won't have, you know, you won't get all the pegs jumped. You know, you have pegs left over. You got to do it right. And the Word of God teaches us how to do it right. And it's not that complicated. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, it's so simple a child can understand is what the Scriptures say. So, so that being said, let me get open back up here because I'm shut down again. Hallelujah. Praise God. Maybe we can roll fast enough that I can keep it up. Hallelujah. So as, as he thinks in his heart, so is he. That's what Proverbs 23, 7. There is so much deception in the world. The sa Satan is working overtime to deceive people, and people are deceived. There's a new breed of Christians, and they're following Hollywood in Nashville that think this brand of Christianity, we don't have to go along with the Word of God, that old-fashioned Bible, we don't have to go along with all that stuff. If, we, if, if I'm a girl and I want to be in love with a girl, I can. Or if I'm a boy and I want to be with a boy or I want to be changed to whatever, then I can. And all that's fine. And it's our choice. And God loves us so we don't judge anybody. You know, the Word of God judges us. We, 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 we don't judge anybody. The Word of God judges. It's a mirror we look into. But we, we cannot deal, we can't have a modern religion that does away with the Word of God. So, uh, we are in a battle of words competing for residence in our mind. Amen. Some, some words are truth words. Some words are deceptive words. Uh, the devil is a deceiver. He brings deception. He comes in words. Don't accept the devil's suggestions. Uh, they are his most powerful weapons. Just because you have a thought doesn't mean you have to accept it. You can resist it, praise God, and you can answer it with the Word of God. 
You'll never conquer anything until you conquer your thinking. Amen? You are either spiritual or fleshly, depending upon your thought life. And now when I say fleshly, that doesn't necessarily mean that you got a lust problem or, or you know, or pornography or, or, or uh, adultery. We say fleshly or carnal. People think it means sexual. It doesn't mean sexual. It just means not spiritual. Amen. In, in anything of this world, which includes unbelief. And some people are very guilty of unbelief, and they would judge anybody with any kind of habit or problem. Uh, but they're guilty of unbelief, which the Lord said, without faith it's possible to please Him. So you're spiritual or fleshy, depending on your thought life. Second Corinthians 10 and 3 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself uh, against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So, fleshly thinking is a mindset that goes against the righteousness of God, the Word of God, and the faith of God. Uh, uh, an entertainer recently said, a very famous entertainer right now, just recently said, I'm a Christian, but I'm not the kind of Christian that believes in that old-fashioned Bible. I'm a, I'm a new kind of Christian. Well, there's no such thing. Amen. That's, that's a very fleshly mindset. And, and so sin's not sin. And the Bible said that would be happening in the last, last days. We'd call evil good and good evil. Amen. So uh, you can't use the flesh to pull down strongholds. You can't fight thoughts with thoughts. Amen. You have to fight fleshly thoughts by speaking the Word of God. Amen. Thoughts aren't spiritual, but the Word of God is. And the thoughts that are based on what the Word of God says will overcome those wicked thoughts. Jesus said in Matthew 26, 41, He told the disciples, Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. So the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So really, when it gets right down to it, if you're born again, and... Uh, I, I, I got to state this. I think we've got a kind of Christianity today where if you mentally acknowledge that you're a Christian and maybe get baptized in water, then, uh, you know, who can judge that? But the Bible says if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Uh, behold, all old things are passed away and all things have become new. Uh, I, I, think, uh, I think there's a change when you get born again. Now, some people aren't as wicked as others. Amen. If you're very wicked, it ought to be obvious that there, there ought to be some change. Amen. And a person uh, who, who's mild-mannered and, and, and not obviously wicked, it would be hard to say. But I still believe something happens on the inside. Amen. Where there's a change. And, and it's easy. It, it wasn't hard for me to quit dope. It wasn't hard. I love dope better than anything and drinking and and uh, I thought that was going to be my lifestyle till, uh, till I was old and gray and, and left this world. But when Jesus came, when I ran to Jesus and he took this prodigal back in and came in my heart, something flooded my soul. I didn't want no more booze. I didn't want no more dope. Praise God, I was free. I didn't want nothing to do with it because something in me was holy and clean. Something changed. Now, I'm saved by grace, 
And I'm not saved because I don't smoke dope anymore or because I don't drink whiskey anymore I'm not, or, 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 or beer. I'm not saved because of that. I'm saved because I believed in my heart and confessed with my mouth the Lord Jesus and His power came in my life. But praise be to God, I don't want to. I don't want that stuff. But now listen, Satan's a deceiver. And if you kept hanging out with people who that's all they did was drink and drug, you got to be very careful because those de devils will get back on you and the dog will return to his vomit. Amen. We don't believe in backsliding, but <laughs> I hate it, but people do. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. And they go back, praise God. And uh, it's a journey to stay after the Spirit. So Satan's not your problem. Jesus identified the flesh as the culprit. It's your, it's your uncrucified flesh. Amen. And so we deal with that by renewing our mind. The fruit of anything including sin, begins with a thought seed. Amen? So uh, all these people blaming the devil for the trouble in their lives when in fact it's their worldly sinful mindsets that are responsible. If you didn't think sin, you wouldn't sin. Amen? But if you think sin all the time, you have a sin consciousness, it's going uh, to be rough. Amen? It's not God's design for you to conquer Satan. Uh, Jesus already defeated him. Amen. It's God's design for us to conquer our flesh and bring it under subjection. Let our spirit man cause us to be a spiritual person. Colossians 2.13 says, And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he is made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, uh, having nailed it to the cross. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Glory to God. So, to really to blame the devil for your problems instead of your carnal mindset is really contrary to the word of God and, and really doing so makes you guilty of walking in the flesh. Amen. Uh, uh, the devil didn't make you do it. Flip Wilson said, oh, the devil made me do it. Now you, you fooled around and let your mind. Uh, Andrew Womack said, you know, uh, no man commits adultery overnight. Amen. You don't go from holy being a good guy to, to committing adultery the next day. Amen. No, you think about it and let that stuff get to dwelling and get to cooking and, and uh, building up. And the devil knows how to play you. Amen. And you don't have enough sense to stop it and cut that out. And, uh, uh, you know, Jesse Duplantis said some, some uh, 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 lady of the evening, y'all know what I'm talking about, got on the hotel with him and, it, uh, and was coming on to him. And he said, Whore of Babylon, get away from me. Get behind me, Satan. He put a cross up and said, Whore of Babylon, Whore of Babylon. Got out of that uh, elevator, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, that's the way to get her to leave you alone. That probably worked. Praise God. So, really, we can only change by renewing our minds. Renewing our minds and constantly renewing our minds. Constantly. Brother Hagen said, Your mind don't stay removed renewed no more than your hair stays combed amen so if it's a windy day you got to comb your hair quite often amen romans 12 and 1 i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable to god which is your reasonable service and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind 
that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So you must renew your mindset according to God's Word to prove what is the will of God for your life. Amen. Verse 3, For I say through the grace given to me that everyone who is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. So, for you to think of yourself as superior or inferior is to walk in the flesh. Because the Word says to be sober in your thinking, you must see yourself as God sees you. Think soberly. To think soberly is to think in line with the Word of God. Amen. And a man changes his ways by changing his thoughts. Amen. That's how you do it. Isaiah 55, 11, uh, or uh, uh, 1 through about, I don't know, 11. Hallelujah. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come. Buy and eat, yes, come. Buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear and your soul shall live, praise God, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure mercies of David. Indeed, I've given him as a witness to the people, a leader and a commander for the people. Surely you shall call a nation who do not know you, and nations who do not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts nor are my ways, uh, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down, and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and uh, make it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So, uh, change and success will only take place for those who are thirsty and, and, and crave them. We got to have a relationship with the Word of God and an appetite for the Word of God. Your thinking determines whether your soul is dead or alive. Amen. According to verse three, uh, the wicked man forsakes his ways by changing his wicked thoughts and obtaining God's thoughts. In verse seven, praise God. So the Bible is seed for thought. Amen. When you get His Word, you get His thoughts. When you get His thoughts, you get His ways that produce results and lead to the highway no word equals uh no high thoughts and no highway so uh the word is vital satan's words produce thoughts that produce his ways and god's words produce thoughts that produce his ways praise god hallelujah don't look for the world to agree uh, with your higher way of thinking it cannot understand God's ways. Amen. The world is crazy and getting crazier. Amen. And uh, uh, we're, we're going to have to be spiritual people that have a relationship with God 
and, and not religious people having a form of godliness and denying the power. Religion will not be able to handle the deception that's coming on the land. They'll not understand it. Amen. When, when, when somebody looks at the Word of God and all they can tell you is some kind of intellectual explanation of something or, or definition of something, they can't help you. Amen. And you can't help yourself when you're like that. You're like that because you're not born again. Amen. And letting the Spirit of God be born of the Spirit. Let the Spirit of God come inside you to teach you. And then yielding to the Holy Ghost, getting baptized in the Holy Ghost. And He will really teach you things. Amen. And really free you up, praise God. The Holy Ghost is the teacher. And we've got to yield to Him and have relations with Him. There are entire denominations right now. And they believe a doctrine of cessationalism that no miracles happen anymore and some of them even go as far as to believe God doesn't speak to us only through the letter of the law but there is no emotional or no special God speaking to anybody uh, apart from the written word of God and uh, uh, oh yes uh, it, it's predominant it's the Church of Christ Presbyterian all the Calvinist Baptist they, they, all the miracles cease all the signs and wonders uh, if you're sick, you better go to a doctor. There's no such thing as miracles. All those things passed away. They interpret everything with their head, with their intellectualism, and they explain away all the supernatural in the Word of God. Amen? Hallelujah. We don't need that. We need miracles. We need the Holy Ghost. We need to be led by the Spirit. The Bible says them that are led by the Spirit uh, will be the sons of God. Amen? We need the gifts of the Spirit. There's a gift called discerning of spirits. Amen. We need that in operation in our churches. There are gifts called the word of wisdom and word of knowledge and the gift of faith and the gift of working of miracles. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, we need these things because there's deception coming up on the land. Hallelujah. And, and uh, a love for God's word and faith in God's word. The Holy Ghost will just cause you to believe God. Bless God. Hallelujah. Uh, Mark Hankins said it will make you want to swing out over hell on a corn stick and spit in the devil's eye. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, Isaiah 20, uh, 14, 24. The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so it shall come to pass. As I have purposed, so it shall stand. The Amplified says, The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely I have thought and planned, and so it shall come to pass, and as I have purposed, so shall it stand. So, you know, God has thoughts and plans for us, according to Jeremiah. God has committed to us His thoughts and plans for our lives, and when you begin to think His thoughts and take hold of His plans for peace and prosperity and deliverance, then you have His covenant guarantee that He will bring you to His plans full fruition in your life amen he wants us to think in line with his word and to agree with him because he wants to change your world and uh, cause you to make a mark that can never be erased hallelujah praise God forevermore hallelujah <coughs> glory to God Jesus attracted the multitude by miracles I believe Jesus will attract them the same way I believe Dr. Dufresne always said and somebody said it before him that he quoted that uh, signs and wonders are the dinner bell for the gospel I believe that's going to happen 
We've had some miracles. We, we don't talk about them like we ought to. We, some, some of us take them for granted around here because, you know, stuff happens. And, uh, you know, you can't tell the world because, well, they'll just think I'm crazy. And most church people will too. But, I mean, you know, praise God, Misty was healed of nine or ten fatal diseases and, and uh, uh, we'll be married five years next week. And she's healed. She's healthy. Amen. Thank God. Amen. And, and strong. And uh, uh, such a blessing. But that was a genuine, bona fide miracle that we've seen in our midst. And there's no respect of persons with God. You know what? I don't know how, but she did the Rubik's Cube. I don't know how, but she got all the puzzle pieces. It, it, uh, uh, well, I do know how by hearing the word and hungering for it. And she got all the T's out of the puzzle at Cracker Barrel. And then when Dr. Jacobs came back that last time, just like Jesus, all those, the majority of the people had faith. He said, woman, your faith has made you whole. Her faith was there when Dr. Jacobs' anointing and gifting was there. And, and now her testimony is known, you know, really all over the world because he tells it. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus attracted the multitude by miracles. He'll attract them the same way today uh, by miracles. I believe that in these last days. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Uh, so, really, there's, there's kind of three classes of people. Uh, first of all, there, there are those who the physical, the physical senses dominate. What I see, what I feel, that's what's real. And they're governed by their passions, appetites, physical desires. Secondly, there's those who the mind dominates. They're intellectual. Amen. That what they think, what they know, the knowledge that they have. And, and thoughts and what other people think. In this class, we have uh, uh, great financial, educational, social, and political leaders. They're thinkers. Amen. Uh, and uh, a purely intellectual development makes man a dangerous asset to society. It develops his ego, his selfishness, and his self-consciousness. So you can be too smart for your own good. I told, uh, I told Bethany, you know, the, uh, or told uh, Tiffany, you know, the devil would, would, would love to wreak havoc on their lives and really mess with them. Because, I mean... I'm telling you, that's the, when the, I always got extremely mad when the devil come after my kids. You know, and, and, and I, I quit playing softball, and I started playing hardball when he started attacking my kids. And my prayer life went through the roof, and I, sometimes I fasted. I did whatever I have to do because you don't mess with my babies. So I, I, told, I told Tiffany when I prayed for her the first time with Emmett, I said, Honey, you're going to have to be careful not to let your intelligence and your intellect mess up your faith and cause you to cancel out your faith and say wrong things and think wrong things that cancel your faith. I said, you're his mommy. He's not big enough. He would think he's big enough to believe for himself, but he's not big enough to think for himself. He came out of you. That's your territory, and it's on you. You're going to have to stand your ground. And she said, I know, Dad. I understand that. 
I know because it'll happen. We, we, we'll let our intellect, what we know and what we think, override. Amen. Well, glory to God. I'm almost done. If I can get to turn back on again. I'm going to fix that before the next time. Hallelujah. So, so we have those who are f- f- uh, physically dominant. We have those who are intellectually uh, dominant. They, they think everything out. And thirdly, we have those who are spiritually dominated. We're spiritually dominated. We live after the Spirit. Amen. We're those that, like F.F. Uh, F. Bosworth said in the beginning, amen, we are convinced because of what the Word of God says. Many great men entered into a miraculous realm when they saw simply in the Bible, uh, Acts 10.38, two or three different ones that I know of, got that one scripture, and sickness and disease was killing their families, killing their churches. They saw that scripture, because, and they'd been taught that you never know what the Lord might do. Whatever will be, will be. But they read that, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. And they saw it. It's the devil making them sick. And Jesus went about doing good. He didn't go about doing bad. He went about doing good and, and healing all who were oppressed. And they saw that, and it launched several uh, John G. Lake and, and uh, uh, different ones uh, because they were, ev- they were even told in church by church leaders that, well, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. You never know what the Lord might do. And see, that's confusing. And you don't need to hear that. Amen. You need to hear it is God's will for you to be healed. And, and you gotta, you got to feed on the right stuff. you got to get the Rubik's Cube. Is that a good illustration? I think it is. You got to get it all lined up, and it's not that hard. It can be done. People who can do it can do it. I mean, people who can do it. Nineteen seconds. There you go. Hallelujah. I'm nineteen days. You know, and still ain't got there. Hallelujah. But 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 it, but it's really not that complicated. It's so simple. Chalk and understand it. If we'll just go after it, don't waver from it. You can't have one foot in. And one foot out. Now, see, people, you say that. You can't have one foot in the church and one foot in the world. You know, you're drinking and drugging, and you're trying to be saved, and you can't. It's hard to do that. But you can't have one foot in unbelief and one foot in doubt. You've got to stay consistent. Amen. When you learn stuff, you've got to write it down, pay attention, keep going back to the Scriptures, keep renewing your mind, stay with it, and it, the Word will work for you. And it will work for you financially, praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, because that's part of our covenant. He's just a good God. That's who he is. Amen. And he's faithful. Well, let me, I want to pray for you. Pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come boldly before your throne tonight. We're so thankful that your word is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And we're so thankful that it's forever settled in heaven. And, Lord, you know, it, it, it don't really matter if somebody doesn't want to believe the word of God or don't want to go with the word of God. And they can say what they will. But I know you're right. Amen. And I know heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle of your word will ever fail. And as for me and my house, we believe your word. We're going to honor your word. Glory to God. We're going to trust in you. And uh, we're going to believe what you say about us. We're going to believe what you say about our bodies. We're going to believe what you say 
about our finances and our, our, our well-being in every way, shape, form, and fashion because that's who you are. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And your name is indeed a strong tower. And the righteous indeed run into it and find safety there. And glory to God, you are our good shepherd. And uh, uh, you do lead us beside the still waters. Praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, some, yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil for you're with us, your rod and your staff. They comfort us. And Psalm 91 says, uh, we are in the secret place with you and, and uh, you protect us. We're under your wings and, and under your protection and no plague can come nigh our dwelling. Uh, a, a thousand may fall at the right and at the left, but no harm shall come us. You, you give angels to pick us up even if we, so we won't even stump our toes, Lord. You deliver us from evil. Praise God. You're good all the time and you're the same yesterday today and forever and it said by whose stripes we were healed we we are healed by your stripes lord jesus you took those stripes before you took before you took the the the, the cross amen and you rose from the dead triumphant and took your own blood into the heavenlies and you said whatever we ask the father in your name he would do it and how how much more would you give good things to them that ask you and if we can believe all things are possible. We believe you, Lord. We believe you, Lord. Right now, I pray for anybody uh, listening in, fighting symptoms or sickness, or maybe it may be a, it, it may be a bad report from the doctor, but your word is a good report, Lord. And I curse every lying symptom in the name of Jesus. I speak healing and health to God's people. By the stripes of Jesus, you're healed, and you need to say that and lay hold of it. And you need to settle once and for all for yourself that it is God's will for me to be healed. I believe that. I believe that. I'm not moved by what I see or what I think. I'm convinced that God's Word is right. And God's Word's right even if my symptoms don't disprove God's Word. In the name of Jesus, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Glory to God. We just love you, Lord. We just praise you. So I speak blessing and strength in the name of Jesus. Listen, I don't know where you are, what you're doing, but if you're local here, you, you need to be in a good local church where the word of faith is being taught, where all the truth is, so you can get, the, uh, get faith right. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus said, Jesus said in uh, Hebrews 11 and 6, without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God's looking for faith. He's looking for somebody to believe God. And why is he doing that? Because he's a good God, and he loves us so much. And the way he blesses us is through our faith, through our belief. And so he wants you to believe. You need to be planted in a good local church where you can be fed the word of God. Amen. And develop your faith. And, and uh uh, get your life heading in the right direction. Uh, Hosea said, my people are destroyed for their lack of knowledge. God doesn't want his people destroyed. He wants you built up and blessed. And it's God's will for you. It's God's plan for you. And uh, it, Jesus said, my burden is light and my yoke is easy. Come unto me and you'll find rest for your soul. So uh, we pray in the name of Jesus. If you don't have a place to go, 
uh, you, need to, you need to be in church. You got out of church after COVID and you hadn't got back in, you need to get back in. Every child of God needs the fellowship of, of believers that are believing God. And we're all more than conquerors, praise God. And uh, we stand together and we fight for one another, praise God. One can put a thousand to flight. Two can put 10,000 to flight. Amen. Thank God for the local church. I thank God for my church family. And I thank God for my spiritual father and my spiritual brothers and sisters in the faith uh, that uh, are with me uh, through thick and thin. Praise God in, in uh, this great and mighty army of the Lord. And uh, you need to take your place in Jesus' name. We love you. We'll be here Sunday morning. Uh, hope to see you then. God bless you.